Welcome to the Boys of the Golden Throne. This is AJ, and I'm kicking it here with uh, my lovely co-host, John. Say what's going on, buddy. Hey. Hey. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're getting back on track. It's been a little bit, but we've been crushing a whole bunch of recordings, so we've got a backlog. Yes. And before we get into any of that, we have an addendum to the last episode, so, as you guys know, we recorded it, like, three times, and we totally forgot to talk about, like, probably one of the biggest big aspects yeah. of Heresy Camp for me, and that was the biggest dick award that you won yeah. via Zach Del Rosa for not coming to Heresy Camp. And I got a, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fantastic. I got my own... Fucking uh, golden cock. Gold. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's a it's an actual trophy. It's a yeah. physical trophy of a golden penis <laughs> with a small uh, bow on it. And um, yeah, I felt you know, I, on one hand, I felt bummed that I couldn't be there, but on another hand, I felt good that I won something despite not being there. Yeah. Yeah. You. So thanks, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like, and the I think the only loser in this whole thing was me having to travel with it and go through T- TSFA, That's and they scan my bag and stop me. And I mean, to be fair, like, Del Rosa. I don't know. Actually, I don't know where Del Rosa is from. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. Yeah, yeah okay. from uh, so Victoria. He didn't have to fly. Yeah, <laughs> and he knew that I had to fly That's too. Serious. So when he handed it to me, he was just like. Go give this to John. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, this is awesome, but I have to fly with this. He's like, I know. (laughs) That's pretty good. They've seen so much crazier than that. They probably just get giant fucking dildos coming through all the time. (laughs) That's true. I'm surprised they'd let me take it on his carry-on. Be like, sir, that's a weapon. weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yes, thank you, Zach, for that wonderful award. And uh, so, yeah, what are we doing this uh, this episode? We are we're talking about our usual hobby slash shame progress. I have some major shame updates ish (laughs) and not not in a good way. (laughs) So we'll be doing that. And then we have uh, an awesome interview. We got uh, Brendan and Trevor from Vancouver who run the Spire, which is a gaming club going on in Vancouver. I. So wish I still lived in Vancouver after yeah. recording this interview with yeah. that. If you uh, if you got any any of you guys who listen who are from Vancouver aren't already members or in the uh, area man. like even like an hour driving yeah. distance two it hours driving distance really 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 cool. It sounds like exactly what I wish we had here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need you and I need to start buying like lottery tickets 
and if we even win a bit of money, we just yes. need to buy like a shack somewhere yes. and, yeah. and make it a, we need a just, gaming. We club. just need to t- on your new property. We just need to do a pull a camel and build a, a, camel a, build, build a barn, <laughs> build a hobby barn. It's like baby, we're looking out in Sandage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Uh, awesome to have those guys on really looking forward to uh sharing the spire experience with you all so uh yeah and then after that we'll come back and close out the show and uh so we will be back and get into our hobby and shame sure shame Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise Nalnoil. And welcome back to the hobby and shame section of the show. Um, so, Johnny, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, well, maybe I'll go first because sure. I don't have that much. I mean, I have some shame in a sense, but I've apparently... You've got I've, no shame. I've like you, actually you've, completed my you've shame. You've completed so. your shame. You're just <laughs> laughing. Um, but my hobby has not been very strong. What have I done? Uh, I built some Titanicus terrain, uh, over the last couple weeks. Not a ton. I built about probably, probably about two thirds of what I have. Okay. Like the, you know, the, the, um, the grandmaster box and half of of the big boxes that we split. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm probably about two thirds, maybe, maybe a little, little over half way done, uh, that stuff. And, uh, I came over and I watched you and Eric play a game. Yeah. And while I was doing that, you were very kind and you offered me up some magnets for my warlords. Uh, so yeah. I actually built I the uh, the uh, what do they call the apocalypse missile launchers? Finally, because <laughs> I hadn't had them built yet, and uh, magnetized them. So that was pretty sweet. Super easy too, eh? They yeah. just slot right in. Totally. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. I, I guess the new t- the other Titans don't have those slots, eh? Uh, the Reavers mm-hmm. don't. I did mine. Um, I cut like I attached the arms, you know, like the arm, quote unquote, to the body, and then I cut the bottoms of the of the ball joints on the bottom of the arm, mm-hmm. and then put the magnet inside the gun. So okay. I haven't used any of like the connector hoses or any of that kind of stuff. I t- I'm you know just for ease of swapping. Yeah, I could things see. out. Um, but yeah, there isn't really like the you know, this is made for a magnet. That's unfortunate. Spot. Yeah, that's it's too really bad. unfortunate. The yeah. except for the the top, like the apocalypse missile launcher okay. for the reaver. That is <laughs> the, the the one thing that there isn't multiple things for in the kit. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same for the warhounds as well. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. And then uh, yeah, I think uh, other than that, I didn't really do much. We did have a game of Titanicus. We did. Yeah, my second game, your first game. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, interesting. It was not a conventional Titanicus game. Um, <laughs> it was like it was, uh, it would just give me your general thoughts on on the game as a whole. Like after your first first round, the the game of Titanicus. Yeah, like just how it plays. Like the it's structure of it. Um, I 
I'm aware looking at it that there's going to be very, very quick, um, easy min maxes in that game. I can tell that there are going to be thing. There are going to be loadouts that people use that are just like this is the loadout that you use. I can <laughs> okay. tell. I can just see it. Um, at the same, and I and I don't mean that in, in necessarily as directly I'd, as like there's only going to be one style of play. But what I mean is that there's going to definitely be some go to like loadouts for builds. specific yeah, types. Sure. There will be builds. Oh, I think there. It um, I, hopefully that will change. Like there's so there's limited options right now. Like mm-hmm. we got the confirmation that the new sprue is coming out soon. Yeah, and like you're rocking that sun. Uh, Fury cannon. Yeah, so I tried the Sun Fury and because awesome. like everything, though that's what and that's what I've heard. I've literally I've read you know one of our groups that's like one of the guys is saying he's like yeah the Sun Fury plasma annihilator is the best weapon in the game. So it was really interesting and I was like okay. Uh, I, I, had already, <laughs> I had already actually planned to be running one because I, yeah. I want a warlord with a fist. I've the, the one of the things that I've you know sort of watch all these Titanicus games and they're all boring as fuck to me because all it is is people standing at a gun line and shooting each other. They have no terrain. It's just, it's the most boring well, shit ever. I think that's it's also like, because of, like, there's not many options for well, people right now, right? That's totally true. And and also, it's it's a new game and, totally. and, and there's a lot there's a lot of factors to that. But yes, totally, you're right. It is. There's not a lot of weapons. Like, the Warlords have sort of been the most seen models. So... But I wanted to try something different. I wanted to actually see, like, you know, I, I like to play games. Like, I like to play games like Battlefield and, like, Titanfall and stuff like that. I like, like, robots and tanks. Yeah. I like to, like, get into that sort of thing. And, like, um, I really, really like armor facing. It's one of the things with 8th edition, the idea that they, like, removed that. Removed, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. like, it was just so, like, painful to me because it's, like, I love the idea of getting flanks and armored th- on armored targets and doing more damage and um, and and sort of outmaneuvering being a huge part of gameplay. It's a very cool thing to me. So that aspect of Titanicus, I can it really appeals to me. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool the way that the warlords have been balanced, where the apocalypse mi- missile launchers which are essentially a their counter to void shields or knights yeah. are designed in such a way that they can only see straight forward which means that knights pose this whole extra level oh yeah like, and mer- it, i just love the the structure like it's so movement based like movement is is so key in that game yeah. and just i love that it's like activation like it's i'm so used to the standard it's very you know, strange 40k 30k like you know structure of yeah. you go i go where or well no my turn your turn where this is you my know my turn your turn my turn your turn my turn your turn yeah or like yeah the activation like you do an order i do an order yeah. you know you move i move you shoot i shoot like but it's, it's, it's it really changes the your the way that you play right? and it also it means that alpha striking is less possible, which is really cool because yeah. if you look at, I was thinking about it originally and I was like, oh, is this going to be a game where like the person with the first turn just wins unless you have lots of terrain? And no. it's like, oh, wait, it doesn't work like that. Uh, this first fire order, which is obviously like a thing you're going to see tons of people use and like that's obviously going to be a huge part of the game. But yeah. And I realized that we, uh, you could have been using uh, the rule uh, for you roll. Any of your first fire or split shots with Myrmidon is a, a, a command. Oh, I wasn't actually plus. using Myrmidon yet. Oh, you weren't? Okay. I, I, oh, I, I didn't need a reaver. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was just a very basic. But yes, in the future, yeah. I've heard that's the big yeah, it's part of awesome. those warlords <laughs> being powerful. And I'm actually interested to know, like, 
I don't know a ton of people play the game, so I'm actually interested to know, like, what are the loadouts that work? Is Myrmidon the most powerful? Because, like, I assume that that's what most people perceive would be the most powerful, well, I think, but I don't know. I, I think the... Is it the Axion one? I forget the I think that's is the Is that name. the one where, like, you can the, uh, keep, if the you Reaver fail, can shoot twice? No, that's the one... That's the other... The Venator one oh, with right. the, the Warhounds. The Warhounds with the Reaver. This one is, like, the all-around build, so you need at least... A reaver, a warlord, and a warhound, um, and then you can have an extra uh, reaver and a warhound, and that, that manipul like a very balanced. Yeah, that manipul. If you fail a command, then you the rest of the knights keep rolling. So, oh, yeah. which is That's pretty awesome, right? Because yeah. that you know, failing if you fail that first command check, or well, even, it makes sense too because I. Th- think the command checks are worse on on the more the weaker like yeah totally like i assume that they're worse on the warhounds than they yeah. are on the yeah so that makes a lot of sense then as a as a trait yeah so uh it, you know i'm i'm interested to trying all these different i'm super hard for titanicus right now like that's definitely yeah, it's pretty my cool. focus right now i'm excited which is, about it yeah it's 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 neat yeah, and I and I like I've always you know uh, I was looking at it and I'm like oh there's only three models right now or five models or whatever it is like, including the knights but it's like I was like kind of thinking about that but I was like ah it's pretty neat because you do get to kind of have your own individuality with the legio that you pick and totally. sort of the and then the and then the mana pool that you pick like you will be able to sort of like express yourself through your army in some way even yeah. though there's only a few models well that's changing we just like today or yesterday heard about uh you know the sprue or not the sprue we heard about that a while ago but the new knights uh the serastis yeah, those, those are really uh, nice. spear knights lancers they're not even i don't know if they're just lancers because they're called serastis which is the, that i haven't seen any other loadouts knight. but i saw yeah. they did show a card, a card with uh, yeah with all the different uh loadouts it and it had all the standard Weird, they wouldn't call it a Serasis Lancer. That's the thing. I was thinking about it. I was like, my wonder. I I have a feeling it's supposed to be plastic. I yeah. have a feeling it probably builds three of them. Maybe I think it only builds two of them. Oh, okay. I think it builds two of them, and it's the, the same. And it's forty bucks, the same price as the three. Oh, two night, two separate nights. You mean like two, yeah. two, two? Okay. I mean, I think I have a feeling that it might build. Oh, two more. different builds. Yeah, I think yeah, I might okay. have three actually, but that's just just that's just my assumption from looking at the player card and the fact that they would call them Serastis Knights. It doesn't make sense to me because then when they put up new knights, like, like why wouldn't they call them? Serastis yeah, I'm not Lancers? too sure how they're going. It'll be interesting to see. see uh, I think eventually we'll the see box. the sprue. So. If you see the box and it says like Serastis Knights, then I'm yeah. assuming that it's able to build more than one different kind of Serastis Knight. Well, supposedly they dropped this week. That's pretty cool. So, I supposedly the freaking weapon. Yeah, uh, and like if that's true, I'm gonna be psyched because I will. And I think it's I think only it twenty only bucks. I don't know if that is wrong. Uh, like on the that would be awesome. I I totally could be wrong because it seems. I would, wrong. I would just immediately <laughs> just order wrong. that. That's that's one of the few things right now that I'm like and I'm like for Titanicus. I'm like. I have a warlord that's not built yet, or it's only half built, basically. Yeah, it doesn't same have arms on it because I don't want to arm it with two volcano cannons, anyways. Like. Well, I've I've built everything. I just haven't. I've like built the skeletal structure, and I haven't done any of the panels. But you know, I think the 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 hardest thing for me right now with Titanicus is the price of the accessories. I'm fine with the models. The the price of like. I'm charging for the cards and, and, is, and the data for the data cards shit. for like the terminals. It's thirty bucks for a pack, and you get five 
terminals or something. That's so ludicrous. It's crazy. And that's, I'm hoping yeah. that there's an app that comes out because they, I think that would be so much better to yeah. than uh, you know you just or be someone able to quickly just starts, switch through. Or someone just printing them themselves and makes a business out of selling laminated ones. I mean, well, laminated one ones, things, you need like, the tokens, right? So how you you need yeah, fair enough. I mean, more for the cards though. It's yeah, the I guess car, you could put it on a magnet sheet or something like that. And yeah, but yeah, that's like I mean, if they, I'm I'm I, I just wish they would sell those as a pack where it's like, okay, you get all the paper and you get it in one, and it's like it'll it'll make whatever it might be 40 bucks but it literally will cover everything like, you need like almost everything yeah whatever like 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 let's say it covers like every single uh, manifold that every you can every cover. or 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 two of each titan or right. whatever enough for two of each titan like, well that's what the grand master comes with so they do have different packs they which have is packs. great but the grand master was a lot of money no so, totally but know. the i i just mean they they do do it on the maniples as well they have maniple specific ones so at least that's a little mm-hmm. bit better it's not like you have to buy a five pack of reavers and a five pack of warhands like that would just be yeah. ridiculous I right mean, so it, it, it is what it is i wish I, I i think they should come with the kits and and i understand that games workshop is a business and stuff but there's just that that was a little hard as well. Like, okay, Even for me, I'm like I'm a pretty diehard. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll suck it up and pay for a lot well, of stuff. I, I don't think that they. It's funny because like a lot of people are like, well, it's business and it's working, so that's you know that's capitalism and like whatever you want to call it. But it's interesting because it's like I don't think that they necessarily understand that when they do stuff like that, that it really does make people less inclined to want to try start the game. Well, I think it just also narrows who's going to be able to play. It's just more. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's just like the, it's like the buying cost. It's like you go a Titanicus was a game that I was sort of expected to be cheaper because it was like, oh, here's the thing, you only need like four titans. It's not going to be like 30k where you have to, you know, but then it's just like, oh, they milk you for this, and they milk you for that, and they milk you for this, and you're just like, come on, guys! Like, I I don't need an excuse to just drop a thousand dollars on a fucking game. That's like not that doesn't have. People I don't think it'd be a, it it's not going to be a thousand bucks to to get everything, but no, if for you sure. want everything, but it's yes, going to be probably but. pretty damn close to more. It's more than half of that, significantly more than half of that. Like I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, like, once, you know, the, like I said, I'm totally terrain. fine with the model costs. I think the model costs are, like, the, war, the Warlord's a little pricey for me, <coughs> but, uh, you know. The Warlord, you said? Yeah, the Warlord. Yeah, 130 is a little ridiculous. It's a little That's, pricey, but, but it, it like, makes the, the Warhammer feel like we got a deal because we got two of those things. Yeah, totally. Like, two, six, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, like, man, looking at the Warlords, I was like, okay, I'm kind of glad I got this kit. Yeah. But like the Warhounds are two for for eighty, which I think is dope. Like you know, yeah. War, oh, uh, a yeah, a Reaver is seventy bucks. You know, that's yeah. how much uh, you know you're going to pay easily that for another. No, 40K I don't. I don't kit, hate right? that. I just but when you when you need the cards, that's the cards the is where it kills me. Like, that's oh, where okay, it actually, just kills me. Eighty five actually, and then if you want to get the terminal, it's also it's like more like whatever. It's yeah. more. It's like a hundred. You know. So yeah, I don't know. It's still though, I'm I'm loving the game. Like it's, it's very cool. I really like it's. It feels very intelligently designed to me, despite the fact that the rule book is laid out like a hot mess. Yeah, that I really the, hope that the they rules revamp that. I love. <laughs> I really love the way void shields work. I love the idea that you just they simplified it. Right, it's like there's no to wound roll or there's no armor pen roll. You literally roll a hit, mm-hmm. and then you go save. 
Yeah. And that's it. That, that's just the rule. And it's like, it's really cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's well, cool. like the, having all the stuff or mo- a whole lot of it on the terminal itself, like the basic, the basic roles and everything is, are very simplified. It's yeah. just like, in a way, at first I was like, well, why are you, you know, I haven't played a basic game. I already started with the advanced rules with both your, the game I played with Eric and with you. Yeah. But, I, there's so many rules upon rules, and like you said, the the rule book is a bit of a hot mess. Like things are just all over yeah. the place, so it's really hard, at least for me, and to digest the rules in the t- maybe the typical way that I'm used to digesting them. It's very hard yeah. for me to do that because they're well, and it's all trying over to find the place. Things is like yeah. we were, you know, we're trying to have our first game, and it's like. You know, within five games, like you'll you'll have a decent grasp. Oh, and totally. Within five games, I'll probably basically just have it memorized because I'm good at I'm good You're with really stuff good. like yeah, that. Totally. Like, but the first game was surprisingly difficult. It was definitely like, okay, I'm gonna try to look for this rule, but there's no glossary in this book. So. I think it's also just totally different from the use, right? It's, totally. it, it's and we 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 should also state. For the record, we did not start with the simplified rules, no, which probably we, yeah. was the way to probably do this. It probably would have made more sense. I don't um, know. I, Eric and I did it for the advanced rules straight away. I, I just think that the simplified rules were a way for it. it just is a concept of to, to, to get in to, yeah. to learn it because you like you learn a you learn two thirds of the game and then you get the complex aspects at the end right. added on when you already have the other stuff figured out. Yeah. You know, like. Um, I'd be really interested to actually know if there's people who did it that way who've never played like old Adeptus Titanicus. I've heard people that are doing it. Oh, going straight in the going advanced or, or like not like basic. doing it simple and then two advanced and it that, that actually way, helped for sure. a lot. Like yeah. if it made it a lot better for them. Oh, like in just if it was an effective yeah. like strategy for learning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it was cool and. Uh, I'm really excited to like I I, I don't I have a huge amount of motivation right now for painting, but like I'm really excited to get my army done. Same, and, I'm and so stoked. Now we fully painted battle first one. Me and you will be very cool. And when yeah, well we we're like pretty close to that. Like my stuff is like a you know definitely tabletop without a doubt. It's I just haven't done transfers in the detail work yet. Um, <laughs> But yeah, definitely. You know, I can't wait for the event in in January. And like now that we've had a couple of the games, I'm already thinking about the player pack and everything. So I think yeah. maybe, I think hopefully by like maybe the next show we can give a basic rundown. I think of what yeah, it's gonna be. I uh, it's gonna be. I sort of been thinking about it, and it's like I the book is really cool, and it's like the way the missions are designed looks really cool. But a lot of them like seems they're really tied to specific mission, like specific actual like like the Battle of Moloch, which yeah. I'm really excited. To I think try the missions we like can that. we we need so to that'll be out the later. yeah that'll be the thing that probably we have to wait. But I yeah. think yeah I I think we'll I, I think it's pretty safe to say that we're probably probably gonna do fifteen hundred points though. Yeah, um, I think that seems. And uh, so the the stuff that I'm not exactly sure about is I understand that Titanicus is a game where you don't have to match points. Um, really? Yeah, you get like stratagems, and that that's part of how that's oh, yeah. part of how the like uh, we mana pulls. Yeah. Because it's hard to have mana pulls uh, balance out to being the exact same points cost. So, like, f- for instance, like the Myrmidon mana mana pull is going to be naturally high points because it yeah, has yeah. two warlords in it to begin with, like. 
But um, yeah, well, yeah, it'll be interesting we'll have to, to see another game before we nail everything down. But I think fifteen hundred points. I think fifteen hundred like points. Yeah, for, for I was sure. thinking like I was thinking seventeen fifty originally, yeah, but then it was just like <laughs> actually playing it. I'm like, no, there's gonna be so many people don't even know to play this damn game. Yeah, anymore. exactly. So just like two games, and, and it's more to have to paint too. Yeah. So cool. And then you got like I think you got one more thing here before you can kick it over to me. Your. Uh, Oh yeah, 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 totally. I forgot about that. Uh, I, I was, yeah. Uh, I built uh, that one piece of sector mechanicus terrain that I Woo. did. Yeah, we uh, we've been talking about terrain a lot here for the last bit, and uh, I was looking at some. There's a fat mat I really want, and I was like looking at it, and I was like, <laughs> and uh, and My then I was just like, God damn it, I need to, yeah, yeah, totally, I might actually end up ordering one, even though I do not have the money for it right now, <laughs> I'm probably going to end up ordering one if it goes on Black Friday, but uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm excited, I'm more excited about doing the Sector Mechanicus table than I am about doing the Titanicus terrain, but the Titanicus, Titanicus terrain is definitely more in the immediate thing, Yeah. so I, I finally got around to building my first piece of Sector Mechanicus stuff, so... Yay, st- slowly, slowly but surely going to start chugging away at a table. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I've done, uh, since, I guess since uh, we last recorded the hobby, I've done quite a bit. Um, I've been slowly putting together the player pack for uh, the Deuces Wild um, with you. And we, Ooh. I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about this, of sitting down and we're going to, we're going to start doing a book oh, yeah, four no, campaign. We we, I don't yeah, think no, we haven't covered this at all. So, so I don't, what, what, do you want to go into detail about I don't this think now? we should go into detail about this now. I think what we're going to do is we're going to make this an ongoing little series. Uh, and John and I are going to try out the book four campaign system. Very, and so very excited. we've like, be so cool. yeah, we sat down and had a, had a little, uh, non-recording date and kind of went through book four and had some brainstorming sessions so i think what we're going to do is uh in the next like couple episodes because we've got a few things brewed up and a little backlog now of interviews to throw out to you guys uh we're going to start doing this ongoing segment of you and i kind of working our way through uh, a small book four campaign so yeah. and i think we're gonna sort of probably escalate so yeah we'll part start of what small. I, i'd like to use it for is a little bit of painting motivation as well so if we do something where it's like we start off small and we sort of slowly pull into bigger games and you know maybe we'll end up with more painted in the end for yeah that reason totally um i'm not necessarily like saying it has to be fully painted all the time but, no 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 but yeah, it's more for us to to try out the campaign, right? So, totally, and it's it'd be, it's gonna be a great thing to learn. Yeah, we both have put this off way too long, and this is how totally. we play basically, anyways. So, and we yeah. want to work that into events. So we're gonna yeah. cut. Kind of, we'll do like a, a whole bunch of parts. Like, we'll, we're gonna have a little section about you know how we built our campaign, what our narrative is about, and then we'll give you guys kind of updates um, as the campaign moves on so yeah i'm pretty stoked about that and uh what else have i done here so i've i primed one more dread claw so i'm up to four primed <laughs> and yeah. magnetized and everything out of the dread claw so i've got two more to build and Jesus. yeah so i re-looked at what i need to do for my shame this year and i can pretty solidly say that there's no way that i'm going to be able to get it done um i can get 
the Alpha Legion part of it done, which is just to get it all built and base coated. I'm pretty yeah. sure I can do that. So you're the, saying you're going to be wearing a strap-on in our next event? I really hope it's not a strap-on. <laughs> but I, I, the other aspect is getting my Ornatus paint finished, and, and that's just not happening. This year, yeah. yeah the Ornatus would probably be the easiest part, though. Well, I've just been... My focus right now is so on... Uh, Adeptus Titanicus and like yeah. getting ready for the. We're well, going Jan harder event. on that. So you're like, you know, that's what I was saying. Your shame's less than mine because you're actually getting stuff done. My shame might be done, but you're actually doing stuff. Work, yeah. <laughs> so on that front, um, I did pick up that uh, 40k uh, custode shield captain. I'd cut off the the feather for you, John, because I don't like it either. But I picked that guy oh up God, that's the and, worst feather. and built him up. So just put that away. It's, um, it's like that guy's got like that iron ass jaw, and like they had to make the feather like match. Oh no, I like, swapped the head. Oh, I totally. Head. I just mean the, with the model. He's got like the big like. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I built that guy. I put him away. Um, what else? I've been working on my Titans. Obviously, I've been just doing more trim and stuff like that. I've got four Warhounds on the go right now, so those are all built, primed, um, done base coats. So just need to do the trim and everything else. But they're all magnetized. Um, I've been putting a little bit of paint on some knights. Um, like you said, I've. Uh, I've been doing, I uh, did that game with Eric, I did one with you, and then we've been doing all these recordings, so it's pretty yeah. solid. Um, so, yeah, I think that's about it for Hobby Progress. Uh, you know, sad about the shame, but I think it is what it is, so you can start thinking about that. And uh, we will come back with uh, our interview with uh, Brennan and Trevor of the Spire. So, be back shortly. Bam. And welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Throne. And we've got the the fine gentlemen from the Spire. We've got Trevor and Brennan. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Say hello to the to the listeners. Hello. Hey. Thank you for having us. Uh, nice to meet you guys online. Yeah, man. Yo. <laughs> Brennan, <laughs> nice up. to see you again. You know, a couple Brennan of dudes was meeting online over the internet. No, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Brendan was uh, one of uh, the attendees at the Royal Flush, and we hooked up that way. And you fuck know, yeah, dudes looking for dudes. And uh, you guys are running the, I guess, the game club, the Spire, in in Vancouver. So as some, you know, somewhat local, I would say, to our area, we uh, we wanted to have you guys on the podcast to talk about it. So yes, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, let's let's just start from the beginning, and maybe we can talk about like your your gaming history and how you guys got into gaming, and like what what kind of gaming you guys are both currently in. Sure. Uh, Why don't you? You want me? Okay. Um, yeah. So let's see. Um, I guess I first started gaming. Let's see. So I grew up in Vancouver. I basically lived here my whole life, except for a brief. Oh, one of the few. Three, three <laughs> four years. I know. It's, we're few and far between. Most of my friends have been driven out, but I've managed to cling on to a life here. Um, the uh, Let's see. The gaming would have started probably... 
KLN short or shortly after high school, I got into more time oh, and, okay. uh, I started hanging out at, uh, this awesome, uh, gaming den of scum and villainy called the comic shop that used to be in Kitsilano before it just uber gentrified. So the comic <laughs> shop had like a gaming dungeon called, literally called the dungeon. And that's where I actually met Brennan. And uh, I met uh, a whole host of sort of weird, uh, I guess that would have been, I mean, I started, I would have been 17, so like, holy fuck, so like five years ago, no, so like, uh, (laughs) five years, uh, maybe like 20-ish years ago, I've been, I've been in the game. Wow. (laughs) That's getting close to 20 years. Right on. Yeah, he was just a punk back then, not like now, right? So, um, uh, more time, more time was my uh, my first game. I, I instantly really liked the uh, the specialist games with the ongoing sort of campaign systems and like the low model count because I was a poor just teenager at the time, and so um, I, I kind of got introduced to like the the Vancouver gaming community, I guess, through that, and I just kind of kept hanging out with those guys and um, eventually, you know learned about games workshops other games through more time and then started playing pretty much all of them um is, is more time uh, been, games workshop i don't even know i yeah. know the name yeah, but yeah, i actually don't know what it is like, yeah more time is like the fantasy version of necromunda yeah so oh yeah. okay it's cool. like it's great school. that came out in like i think like the mid 80s fantasy? or like the late 80s no 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 it would have been uh sort of late 90s oh, basically. Okay. yeah that's like yeah. 97 98 oh really was it that late okay Necromunda came out originally in the 80s, I think. And then so I think they decided to do more time based off the success they had with Necromunda. They basically wanted to do a fantasy version of that, yeah. Gotcha. So I got got into that, and then I kind of got into broader wargaming after doing a bunch of games workshop stuff. And then snobby sort of uh, board games as well, Euro board gaming. I went through a phase. Um, but I was always kind of a, and, and RPGs, of course, just D&D and Shadowrun, I really liked. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I feel like at the core, I, I was always really a war gamer. Uh, so, um, you yeah, know, that was, that was the type of gaming that spoke to me the most. And then, um, in terms of what I've been doing recently with gaming, I mean, you know, after I, so I mentioned I was in Victoria, so I studied law there, and then I started working here in Vancouver, where I've been a lawyer for the last um, you know seven eight years. Um, and oh, so um, you have like all the Forge World then. <laughs> I have all the Necromunda Forge World oh, totally. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and I've been eyeing all the Orc stuff as well. Uh, I have to talk myself out of just impulse buying all of it on a pretty regular basis, right? I know, I know, I'm I'm weak, so I. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll fail. I'll we'll save eventually on that. Um, but um, so, and the, the the more, let's see. So I guess this leads into sort of how we started the spire. Um, Brendan and I had a mutual friend, well, Chris. Before, before who, we get to that, let's let's oh. uh, let's kick it over to Brendan in here. Oh, okay, bit, sure. Bit I guess I'll let him talk. Before, I guess. I guess. <laughs> before we get to that, this is lawyer talking. You can just keep going. It's I know. It's hard to shut me up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Besides getting to know Trevor back at the comic shop, I started way back in second edition when the Elder Codex just came out. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just played second and third edition. I worked for GW. 
Oh, for fuck's sakes. All right, little technical difficulties there. Brennan, uh, let's kick it back to you. So uh, tell us where you started off here in, in the wonderful world of wargaming. <laughs> yeah, I started up, uh, fuck man, I started pretty young, probably about like nine or ten, and pretty much, you know, like seeing some kid in my elementary school have like a white dwarf magazine. Oh yeah, and that, okay. that that that's just cracked. You got jealous. Of <laughs> yeah, guy's white and I was dwarf. like, "What is that?" And uh, yeah, I started off right when Second Edition came out, and yeah, I bought like I still have the first models I ever bought was like oh. some Eldar Eldar fire dragons. Sweet. Yeah, but yeah, the so I started like models. yeah, old pewter, and uh, yeah, I played like a lot of like 40k, probably through like um, the end of se- like some Second Edition, then third, and then fourth. And also playing like a lot of fantasy. Okay. And actually, for the longest time, I dropped out of the hobby. I got out of it at fourth edition, left, and then uh, went back and I looked on the uh, the Forge World site and I saw they're releasing Primarchs, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> and then and then I found out it was a game. I was like, "What the hell? What? They made a Horse Heresy game?" And like that pretty much like really got me really back into like wargaming again. Yeah, I think that's yeah, like yeah, bitch. Yeah, and periodically before that, um, you know, I got to play some uh, Necromunda as well. Like you know, just before getting back it like really deep into like wargaming again. New the new Necromunda or the old old school? No, the the older one. Yeah, yeah, right. the the older one. And then when the new one came out, that really like you know kicked it kicked it off i was like whoa they're really revamping this game um and then so you got into heresy after our campaign started with chris uh yeah technically again that's okay. when i got back in i uh, i built up like i converted some adeptus arbites um early early on trying to get back into necromunda and um i guess uh, uh you know everyone needs breaks from the hobby and painting but now i'm like too much money man <laughs> it hurts but i'm like it's just so it's 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 such a good time to be in the hobby right now mm-hmm. i think especially like especially like coming like i really enjoy painting and then like the the styles and the techniques and the products and just so much is advanced well, in the, miniature the war painting too right like that we have yeah. on youtube now if if we had youtube when we were kids like back well, in second edition and like, also oh, it's yeah. like forge world stuff so we know that like sorry 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 what? Just like, sorry. <laughs> no, no i'm just telling him to talk into the mic no, no, it's, all good. Oh, yeah. it's all good i'll let you i'm know saying i'm talking. smoking a joint here you know i should be forgetting what this day. <laughs> Uh, we can hear no yeah. but it's definitely like it, it's, you're yeah. right it, it's it just is. a good time it's like it's like yeah. we're talking about techniques and stuff i was saying is like it's like also you have like man heresy came out at this time and they have the technology but they also have the artists it's like the perfect blend of like you're like oh, oh. but i look at like what it's like we have technology and stuff and it's awesome for the hobby and all that but then it still doesn't stop 40k's art style from sort of just like going down the shitter well let's not go down there let's not go down that road it's like, yeah but yeah i just find but it look. interesting because it's like yeah we have like it, it, it for heresy it's like on, yeah, it's like the icing on the cake of hobby for for currently is what oh. I'm saying. It's like we're oh, in, the cram, sure, we're like, in the creme de la creme is what I mean. Yeah. Hobby, yeah. We, we we like to reference the heresies like 
the golf of forty yeah, k. The, the golf of forty k. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just like it's so it's so like you know like you know you have a your clubhouse it's really bougie you take up so much space yet there's so little people on the field <laughs> so as far as kind of like the douchey country club then of uh, uh the hobby yeah pretty much play. <laughs> well it can't be it can't be that way yes for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah but even in a good way you know so well Something. you definitely are an amazing hobbyist like uh yeah. you're your uh thousand sons thousand sons one you know best best painted that's, trader at that the is event straight up, so it, it's, the, yeah. it's the pretty and i went off on this with with aj after the event that is the prettiest 30k army i've ever seen in person it really was wow like thanks so that, that that actually <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot you know they're, they're on the permanent display sorry, sorry. Like, yeah they're on permanent display at the spire. Oh yeah, they're on permanent display at the spire, and yeah. every time anybody comes in, they just ogle them. And, uh, they should yeah. be they lose their shit. So, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm sure you guys are constantly getting at the Windex and just spraying it and having to wipe, <laughs> wipe it down because there's Pretty all disgusting actually. Uh, Cheeto yeah. marks and Dorito little yeah. leftovers uh, from hands. Uh, our unfortunate, our unfortunate staff member, yeah, is getting pretty sick of that duty. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a uh, meeting on that? <clears throat> do you play as well, Trevor? I don't play Heresy uh, at the moment. Uh, I'm totally, I'm totally interested in the Horus Heresy, like as a setting. Though I think it's awesome that the Games Workshop hobby has evolved to the point where there's essentially like historical war gaming inside yeah. the actual universe. <laughs> it blows yes. my mind. Right. It's awesome. So these campaign books that uh, Heresy comes out with that allow you to play through, you know, the Burning and Prospero or whatever other. Uh, you know, events happened in, in excruciating detail. That sounds awesome. And so actually the, the next game that I really want to get into is uh, Adeptus Titanicus. And so I'm hoping to basically expand my gaming into the heresy era through yeah, that game. Yeah. That's pretty it's exciting. Fucking God Titans, man. It's yeah. so much fun. I just had my first game with our, our friend Eric and I watched uh, them. I looked John, my <laughs> he's just like sitting in the corner, just drooling over it. It's such a fun game, and you, you should definitely awesome. get into it. Yeah, yeah I'm getting a demo on Sunday. Car. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you know the part? <laughs> yeah. There's like a part where where there's a there's a there's a like a dry, <laughs> a cleaning drive through uh, like a drive drive through like cleaning thing service car wash. Yeah, there's Is a car the, wash, but it's like one of those the, like ones for charity. There's a redneck oh. that rolls up, and then and it's like he asks for the guy to clean clean the tire, <laughs> and then there's like a redneck, and he's like watching this guy like clean his car, like all like he's like he's like mm, he's looking at him all creepy, and he's like tw- twirling his like summer <laughs> chairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> savage! That's like Adeptus that Titanicus. Uh, Adeptus Titanicus. <laughs> that's you watching Adeptus Titanicus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. This is going so awesome. Is this going? Uh, I can tell. Yeah, yeah I, like, I love it. Is it Titanic? Is so the good. dude where's my car of the hobby? Like, awesome. yeah. Oh, it might be when John's like. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry let's let's get back on track. It does <laughs> so yeah, no. Um, so d- what other games other other than because uh, we didn't really get into what you play currently, Trevor. So what are you currently yeah. involved with? So currently, I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, obviously not heresy. But, um, uh, okay, so, I mean, I'm pretty into, like, weird uh, 
complicated board games. That's probably like one half of my hobby life at the moment. Um, <laughs> and uh, the other half, I mean, Necromunda is really, you know, my main games workshop, like passion right now. Um, we've basically been playing in a consistent campaign for probably going on like five, six years now. Whoa. After yeah, the- I jumped in and out of that. With my like our bites, that was my whole thing with like yeah, not uh, fully diving in, but yeah, but so for some reason that I don't remember at all, uh, our mutual friend Chris was running decided to run a Necromunda campaign using the previous rule set out of his uh, basement, his parents' basement, parents' <laughs> posh basement, yeah. Um, and so when I heard that was going on, I was like, oh uh, yeah, I know I got to get in on this. Uh, uh, yes, Brendan told me about it, uh, and maybe Lucas too, but um, yeah. Um, you know, we had a great time playing that campaign. It went for maybe a year and a half and then our friend moved away and then the new edition came out and, um, we had such an awesome time playing that campaign that we essentially decided to start the spire like from that. And then since we got, uh, we opened the place, we've had uh, consistent, like really great uh, necromunda campaigns running the whole time. It's really like the game that I enjoy organizing people around and, and playing in. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely the dominant like uh, focus of my um tabletop miniatures kind of gaming hobby uh, for now anyway very cool so where where is the spire tell us tell us where you guys are located and so the spire yeah it's in chinatown on uh maine and pender we basically rented um basically an office space um and converted it into just our private gaming club it's kind of a kind of a kind of a weird uh, I guess set of circumstances but we just uh, saw this space uh, for rent on um, some commercial real estate listing site yeah yeah and it was affordable and it was in like a centrally located space so we just thought right by whatever, the let's pull the trigger so. on this yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. and, and the outside actually so, looks like the underhive so it's exactly. not a <laughs> yeah it's just straight up it's pretty savage there. sometimes yeah, yeah. keyword there was affordability yeah. I mean oh, I, I, um, I get you I used to live right off the main street when I used to live in Vancouver so uh, right for, so you know the people that don't know, there's there's a, a little sketch when Brenda is talking about, you know, <laughs> is the underhive of yeah. uh, Vancouver. There's a little sketch. Yeah, in totally. There. Yeah, they're actually they're actually really harmless. They just look. Oh, like, I, I you know. know, I know, but I get I get what you yeah. mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yeah. though that you so guys that's... have like rented a space specifically like yeah. for gaming. Yeah, like we really thought, you know, like we always have hear people talking, Oh, if I had a space and you know, if I, if I could run a game club and there's all these like, if I could, if I could, and we're just like, yo man, fuck it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just make like, a terrible like, decision financially. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, like, pull the trigger. How many active members do you guys have? About 20 now. I'd yeah. Say. We have about 20. Yeah, yeah. Monthly recurring members. Then we have like, nice. uh, like we have people that drop in here and out that either come in for like a single day of gaming, you know? Yeah. So uh, how, does, pref- how does membership work at, at the Spire? Yeah. So you just pay a, a flat monthly fee. I mean, the, the price we settled on after thinking about like how much, how many people can we support and what are our expenses was uh, $35 a month. 
And so you just pay every month, and then that essentially gets you like unlimited access whenever you want. What we wanted to do was basically have a space that had tables and really high-end terrain. Um, the uh, the thinking there was was well several fold. So um, you may be aware that there's a housing crisis on in uh, Vancouver, and um, we're part of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I've been sucked into it now. Yeah, it's Absolutely. not much fun. Eh? All the people so, that can't um, afford in Vancouver come come to Victoria. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we you get our, our runoff. Um, <laughs> the um, the, the so and so unfortunately you know this hobby requires a, a pretty good amount of space Absolutely. if you want to actually you know play a game not to not to mention leaving your painting stuff set up at home and if you you know have a wife or girlfriend that you live with that's just the death of your relationship I, don't know, I speak from experience there wow um, <laughs> so we we wanted to basically create a space. Um, to give people, you know, the, the the chance to actually do the hobby and enjoy it without having to, you know, pay a fortune and, and rent a huge space. Uh, so kind of a group man cave uh, was one way of looking at it. Yeah. And then also uh, a place where we could, you know, cons- all consolidate our resources and uh, just have a really high-end terrain better than, you know, anybody would kind of have if they were just painting their terrain, you know, at home. Yeah. And consume booze when you're playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we also wanted nice. just a comfy space. Uh, we we, we, start, we played in um, uh, game stores uh, for the most part. Yeah, so that's where we, you know, know, meet our friends. Yeah. Um, and, and we just hated having a jockey for space on Saturdays with annoying kids and their parents. And that you can't drink yeah. booze. That's a huge and you can't part drink of my, booze. Yeah. It's a huge part of my game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you're not really, yeah, you're not really distracted by like the retail environment as well. Cause you still have to respect that no. you're in a store and you know, they want to sell product and you know, you can't have your crap everywhere, but like at the Spire, you know, we got four couches, we got two mini fridges. Oh man, we got, right. you know, so like we got to, I was going to say this at the end <laughs> yeah. of the podcast, but now you got me so excited. Yeah. I'm coming down to Vancouver on the 30th. I sent your guys Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I got a reply to that. Welcome anytime. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah, we'd be glad to have you. I might come check it out because, and I don't know if the logistics are going to work out, but I'm going to try to make it work uh, because I want to see this place. It sounds, yeah, please it sounds do. like a little uh, hobby dream. And like 30, to me, $35 a month, like especially, the, I, I was in the same boat. Like I remember when I first got back into Warhammer, I was living in my little apartment in Vancouver. And, you know, no way I can set up a six by four. So I ended up setting up, John, I got one folding table and I got the little small one that we used to use over here. <laughs> yes. And I was using that with the record player, the stand that I've got my records on. I'd pull that off the wall and set up this folding <laughs> table. Like it maybe made like a, I don't know, like a five by three <laughs> maybe like yeah and just it's like such a pain in the ass to yeah. try to get a yeah no game space in like your... exactly yeah. so like to be able to 35 bucks a yeah. month sounds and like awesome. and even like the whole fact is like you know when you're going to someone else's house you know you, you still treat as a guest and you're kind of like a little bit more maybe reserved you really don't want to like sure. make a mess or anything of course well, we don't want people to make mess of aspire but Wow. Since it's like a, since it's like our like our own space, you know, yeah, I think it yeah, just awesome. feels more comfortable because you can have a game, you can leave it there even. So like if they're really large games, you don't have to like clean up or like clean up right away. You can kind of leave it out for the next day. Right. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy hosting people for game days at my house, but it is work to clean up everything and then you know deploy the tables and get it all ready. So yeah, we just want a place that was dedicated to that kind of 
thing uh, where you could have people, we could essentially host gamers to come play whenever we wanted and then it wasn't yeah. intruding in our personal space. We even had a, we even hosted a bachelor party. Yeah. Oh, nice. One of the first things that right. happened was, yeah, they had a stag, they rented it all weekend. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Stripper and it was awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a stripper and yeah. stripper and 30 yeah. stripper and also walked in and just being like, what is going on here? <laughs> people are oh, shit. I, I did not yeah. sign up for this. Yeah. Well, the tables are covered in neoprene, so it would be comfortable for yeah. a stripper to <laughs> crawl from one into the other, I'm just saying. You guys got some as long as skills. there's no GW, like old spiky terrain, like city uh, terrain, you know, you can take your eye out or, yeah. you know, many other things. Or, or something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so did you, like, I, Trevor, you said you, you hosted, you know, Gaming Nights at your house. Like, did you kind of do this out of necessity or like, and did you have like a gaming group that was kind of already behind you that financially you guys weren't going to be like, Oh, well we're like, we can't do this. Obviously you must've had like some assurance that you could make it work or do you go? Uh, <laughs> no, no assurance. Uh, it was definitely a risk. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, um, um, I, I, I was pretty confident that, you know, the, the, what we were providing was in demand enough in Vancouver that we would be able to attract a, a solid membership, right? Right. Um, you know, over time. Um, yeah. How uh, long so, you I, like you're like eight months or something. Yeah, we just got the keys in March, right? Oh yeah. So I think okay. we're doing pretty well actually. So, yeah, for, you guys for what we are. Economy soon, people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, but, uh, no, it was, um, I mean, I talked it over with my, my parents and friends, uh, before doing it and unilaterally was told like, that's a stupid idea. Don't do it. Like, uh, I don't what are you thinking? Uh, okay. they don't understand. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't understand our pain. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, uh, so like if you were a member and like, you don't have space, obviously you can come down and like, how do people arrange like do you have a few uh people that are generally just around or like not staff members or 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 how do you guys work that side of things yes so i mean um we're still kind of you know developing but um we actually uh use an online system called skida which is uh, a booking system i think it was originally designed for restaurants or something like that it basically lets you book a space at a table on a particular day and then when you do that um it it can either be by appointment you just get in touch with uh somebody with keys uh or um we're basically we so this fall we committed ourselves to being open every Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So we have so we, between the two of us and uh, um, basically our semi staff member Ryan, uh, somebody will be there to to let you in. And then if you want to game on one of those other days, it's just by appointment, you know. So yeah. Um, Brennan lives nearby, and I live you know pretty close. Uh, so yeah, I just drop like- a line and say, hey, I'd like to use. I'd like to play a game on this day and we'll totally make it happen. Yeah, I live like four blocks or like three blocks away and, you know, I just oh. open it up for anyone who wants to game. And the nice thing also is, is uh, like, you can stay as late as you want. All the yeah. doors lock behind you. So, you know, we had like, man, we had one epic game where they didn't leave till like 4.30. <laughs> and then they're, the next day they're like, oh my God, I can't believe we stayed that late. That was awesome. I was like, yeah, yeah man. Is the other advantage of yeah, this sounds like the best in a thing store. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. It really, like, yeah. 
We wanted to make a cool clubhouse, a cool gaming clubhouse. Players like we and AJ, it's like we've been less active players in the last like little bit because uh, we've had life stuff. But usually yeah. we're pretty active players. Like we'll get we'll get like usually get kind of a game in a month. It's like kind of you know like me and him. Yeah. I'll come over and we'll have games. But the convenience of having a club would oh, yeah. there's no way that wouldn't increase. The yeah, like when it, I'll be I'll be straight up with you guys. One of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on was I want to pick your brain about how like we maybe can do this yeah, here. <laughs> oh yeah, how do you want to lose money? It's so worth it. Um, just in terms of like you say, you, you guys game once a month. I mean that's I was lucky if I'd game playing Necromunda anyway that often. Um, um, before opening the spire, since opening the spire, I've just gained like so much more. I've met way more uh, people, you know, who are into the hobby and looking to participate in it. It's been just awesome from the perspective of you know me enjoying my own hobby. So it's almost worth it, um, just on that level alone. Yeah, it's 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 pretty great. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely, like having that. I think John and I would play a lot more if we had a place like that. Yeah, like one of our sure. our issues yeah. is just like, okay, well, if we set up game, games here, we're basically like I'm kicking my wife out of the living yeah. room. Yeah, so that's only be in the summer because it's outside yeah. and like yeah, John's place we, is we great. In do the it summer. Our, yeah, it's because we do it like under the deck it's pretty awesome but then when it turns winter it's like oh fuck we can't play 30k in my house yeah <laughs> yeah yeah even like it's it's really cool because also like the the offside the this the part of the, the spire that helps is it like it forms a community and absolutely it's kind of cool just to like it's it's really it's really pleasing in a sense to like give back to like the hobby that has like given me so much over the years oh yeah it's so rewarding to see like five games at once of Necromunda going on on the same night with, you know, cool people that I, I just met through doing this, you know. And all it's part uh, of, like, a campa- uh, one campaign as well? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah like, that's amazing. Totally. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's rare. So we, we just posted the results of the uh, campaign earlier this week. And uh, uh, in the new, uh, what's it called, Dominion format of the campaign, uh, you know, one player gets what's called a triumph or an award for having played the most games, and uh, j- just totaling up the number of games that have been played over the eight-week campaign. I was just like, "Holy smokes!" You know, like twenty-eight games of Necromunda that have been played wow. in two months, right? Could 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 not have done that without uh, a space like that. So yeah, it, it made me feel pretty good uh, and- to tie that up. Yeah. And out of like all your members, like how many like percentage wise do you think are like new people that you wouldn't have met if if you hadn't have opened this space? Yeah, most of them. I think it's like for me, like who I knew and who I don't know. Um, I would say at like at least fifty percent. Wow. I'd say getting to around seventy five percent. Yeah, for That's me, awesome. like 70 percent. Especially you know because I mean Brennan runs the Heresy. Yeah. Uh, crew out of there. Yeah. Those guys are all awesome. And yeah. I would never have met them yeah. uh, if it wasn't for this. I think you guys had a couple of them at your event that Brennan came yeah. over. For the yeah. yeah, Chris and Cam, they Chris showed Cam. up. Yeah. yeah, I met them through the Spire. Oh, through, like, because okay. they saw the whole chat. I think, it, I don't know how exactly snowballed them to coming over, but I mean, that was really dope. Like, the only other person I knew that played the Heresy was actually an old friend of mine, Vlad, 
who I knew since who I knew in elementary school, and I didn't talk. I didn't know where he was for the whole time, <laughs> up until you know last year. So I was like thirty two. Like that whole gap, I didn't really wow. know where he was. I might have like maybe messaged him on Facebook like once, you know, like oh hey, remember remember me, blah blah blah. Yeah. But, yeah. but getting in touch with him, and I was like, you know, man. I just saw the stuff on Forge World. I remember, like, we used to play back in the day. I'm like, dude, do you still play, like, Warhammer? And he's like, hell yeah. And I'm like, what? Whoa. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm totally into the heresy. Like, this guy is like a walking heresy encyclopedia. Oh, he knows everything. He, yeah. He's the only person I know personally that has read every single Horus Heresy novel. Wow. All right. Like, well, so, Vlad, where was Vlad at, at the Flash? Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he, where he, is Vlad? Uh, he is, Vlad. Yeah, he is the slowest painter in the world, oh, and okay. I don't mean as in like he's very meticulous and he's really good. Like his like his Blood Angels are fucking fantastic. Like they're clean as shit. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. But he is so slow. <laughs> clean, clean. Sounds like, sounds like our uh, local Phil here. He's an incredible painter, but he's a very, yeah. very slow painter. Yeah, but he, he's 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 super devoted to the heresy, and he's like a good old friend of mine. And that's pretty much how I started in the heresy. Then from there, like the spire really opened up the community. So. Right yeah, while we're talking about planning, I'll just shamelessly plug here again. The, the, the $35 membership, we also wanted it to, uh, you know, a portion of, of the space in the Spire is a group uh, painting and hobby area. Uh, oh, that's right. And so uh, we basically wanted to have it so that all, all the paint and all of the uh, supplies and even, you know, airbrushes and equipment like that um, was going to be shared. So everything other than a paintbrush, uh, a lot of you know, people taking care yeah. of their airbrushes. Wow. The only thing you'll well, need to correct that, you just need your own airbrush. You need to, uh, to use the airbrush under supervision. Oh, whatever. Uh, Brennan teaches people how to use the airbrush. Yeah, I, I've taught a few oh, okay. people how to use airbrushes and stuff. So Where yeah. were you guys like five years ago when, when I was in These Vancouver, are like the Robin Hoods right? of Harris. Yeah, so we, we really pride in that. But they're definitely yeah. giving to the poor, as in the heresy community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we, we know, like, you know, not everyone can, like, afford an army right away, as well as, like, you know, you know, affording also the hobby with all, like, the appropriate colors. And, like, it's yeah. so frustrating when, like, if you don't have a full paint set, like, man, that is that is difficult sometimes to be actually, you know, to be creative and, you oh, know, yeah. explore the hobby. If you're first and getting I'm, in, it takes, yeah. it takes in a considerable amount of cash. To yeah, like research, to cash, time to just yeah. get all that stuff. Right? Yeah, so and, sure. and also, like, I, like, for me, like, especially what I value in the hobby is, like, hobbying and painting. And I always believe that, one, you know, Heresies for closers, man. Like you have to have your shit painted. Heresies for closers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, man. Like it, like in any war game, like it just looks so good. Like even at the spire, we have a whole thing of like just you know fully painted scenery. You know that's a real big thing because we always believe that the scenery is the third army, and a lot of people kind of skimp out on that. Preach it, you know. And you know if playing on really nice stuff, it just just amps your game so well it's a little so, mind-blowing when you see like a lot of the facebook pages now and it's like you see these you know because you can just see people's games on a lot of these facebook pages yeah. these groups with like you know six six to ten thousand heresy members like and yeah. you see these games and it's like there's so many pictures where it's like 
this these two gorgeous armies on this completely shit terrain. Yeah. It's literally just like just kills it's it. like it's completely unpainted. It's on like a yeah. table mat, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You both have these gorgeous like <laughs> three thousand point heresy armies, but no one could fork out like a couple hundred bucks to put a, put together a table that doesn't look like your fucking kitchen table. Like. Or put, <laughs> put some effort into painting it. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. That's the, yeah. Uh, yeah, and like that's like the big bonus. Like that's the big thing we also want to drive, especially with the spire. Is you know, hey play your games how you always kind of really wanted cool. to play them. Like, yeah. you know, I think one of our big, like, uh, like driving things behind it was we always imagined that, Hey, have you seen those like army or those game tables and like white dwarf and stuff? You're like, I always want to play on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, you know, we really want to try to fulfill. And, you know, we feel like we, you know, we deliver on that, that end. And then we're just continuing with like more terrain and, you know, more yeah. tables, like the yeah. endless, the I mean, endless battle of, yeah. Building terrain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm. Now I feel like I have to go look at your page and see what this terrain looks like because it feels. Oh, you should check out the sector mechanicus stuff. I think it looks so good that uh, you know it's just on the shelf. Favorite. Yeah. yeah. Talk, just talk yeah. slower and yeah. a little bit deeper oh, while you do that to John. And I love. I love sector. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Start yeah. Uh, touching yourself. Yeah. yeah. Start, yeah. Sort of I, what I'm like. That's my next project after Titanicus is to uh, get a sector mechanicus mark, like sort of uh, while Xanatan table together for my dark yeah mechanism. yeah i painted the i painted the six tile the main tile boards and uh for sector imperial oh, yeah. board yeah. yeah so we have like that as the base and then just a huge ton pile of um sector mechanica stuff painted i i think it looks so good that even when it's just on the shelf it looks like, uh, <laughs> you know, the kind of art that I would have in my living room, just the awesome metallics. Sitting on and, one of the uh, couches and drinking a beer yeah. and just staring at yeah. it and just being like, oh, yeah. God damn it, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah <laughs> you just, but, uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's I understand, man. I, I've, yeah. I just painted a whole bunch of Sector Mechanicus stuff yeah, for the AJ, flush. AJ won the John's favorite have. table. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, that looked really good. Thank I love that kit. I just think it's such a great kit. So it all fits together really awesome, and uh, oh, yeah. just looks super sharp. Yeah. The next thing we have on our pile is a big pile of the new. Um, uh, what's the city stuff called? Oh, we got two. Yeah, so the we have like the, stuff, the stuff right? that comes in Kill Team, the yeah. Gothic Ruins. Oh, yeah. We we got a we got a stack of sprues like stack them higher than my forearm yeah we've invested in that and then we also have a large amount of the adeptus titanicus um uh, civitas whatever it's called imperial oh, uh, buildings yeah yeah, and it, yeah. yeah. john yeah. and i we got we both got the grandmaster edition yeah. and then we split one of the big boxes of train yeah and surprisingly yeah. it like it doesn't go well it doesn't go as far as i think aj was expecting I think I'm I, a little more tempered with my expectations of it, but we both, we definitely both uh, like densely. Well, I'm also tables, like so. an architect yeah. by trade. Uh, the, yeah. so. Titanicus stuff, you mean? Or yeah, the, 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 the terrain, or the terrain for it. And yeah. I just went a little bit nuts, I think, building very large buildings. Yeah, we got some, we got a pretty crap load. Yeah, we, we, we got a lot of it, and we're sort of thinking of, you know, how to approach our Titanicus table. Um, so of course we're you know super ambitiously we're thinking like oh, okay we want to build a whole table and then we want to have a bunch of it sort of pre-destroyed so you can replace uh, the buildings with destroyed buildings as your titans kind of run through a city. Um, but um, I don't know the, um, the, the, the 
I find uh, Titanicus is a super exciting game because just like the, the kind of terrain you can make, you could make like a mountain range um, that seems appropriate for Titans to sort of wander through. And then um, yeah. just the city <laughs> layout. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at like maps of Paris with uh, sort of, you know, the spoke wheel layouts for cities, uh, okay. very like European yeah, style. Yeah, we want to build something like that. Yeah. yeah. We have the, we have enough buildings for it. Yeah, we have the, we have the technology. Um, <laughs> if you know that they will come. Have you, uh, have right. you guys heard of Faultline 40k before? Or and 30k. And 30k, but I think it's I think I just think their page is called Fault. Does yeah, ring a yeah. bell? I think I've seen so them. Like, they're on in the Bay, the Bay Area, and I think they're run by a guy. I think his name is Marcus. Marcus I, yeah. I've, I've met him. You know, I've, I've never met him. He sounds seems like he's a cool dude. He's an but awesome I, dude. Yeah. But I've seen him in a lot of the groups, and I've had like limited interactions with him. But he always is posting these fucking pictures of this like I like I haven't seen you guys stuff man but yeah. I've never seen terrain like this it is like full on well they also had, it sounds quality. like a very similar so, club atmosphere too that's what I was saying is, yeah. is that you guys sound like the Canadian version of that and when I when I see the pictures from that I'm like damn like I wish and now it's like oh there's one that's slightly closer to me so I'm pretty excited about it <laughs> yeah yeah, I do admit we do have to we do have to get more on the social media for sure. It's just yeah, you got to get so much. It's so much work. Yeah, it sounds amazing on, the, on your yeah. page. I didn't know you guys. No, that's I, I'm yeah, I'm building the new website right now. Awesome. I mean, it is a lot of work to just kind of run everything. I mean, oh, part, I only yeah, imagine, a big part man. of what people are looking for when they if they're going to pay you know thirty five bucks a month is like, dude, am I going to get opponents? Right? Are you guys doing stuff to you know provide me with? Uh, people that i can game with right so just organizing people i find that takes like, way more time than I we run yeah. like one so, event yeah. a year yeah we run one big event and a year and it takes so a much lot planning. of effort and, yeah and like to yeah. be clear it's 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 way harder on aj because he's a very giving man when it comes to these events but it's like i can't even imagine what it would be like to run a freaking gaming full club. time yeah. yeah yeah and we both work full time right so. yeah we have jobs well, yeah we've got to like, <laughs> Get we have an adulting, and, and Brennan has a girlfriend, so yeah, some time. So, do you guys have any? Obviously, it sounds like you've got this ongoing, amazing Necromunda campaign. Brennan, you've been rocking 30k. Like, what what other events do you guys have coming up? Obviously, I think yeah. this weekend we're recording on a Friday. You guys, you're running a, a Heresy Weekender. Which yeah, I wish I could Sounds come over really for. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I know it was like it was a little bit last minute. We I uh, kind of apologize for no, putting no, that no, up no, pretty no, late, good, but man. any better any late than never. Is good heresy. Yeah. So is it the same kind of thing as last time, where you had the um, the the campaign system that you sort of develop yourself, where you could take different locations on the planet? And... Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to do something similar to like the final battle that I did there. So yeah, like the first heresy campaign I did was, uh, I made like a con- kind of a conquest, um, uh, narrative format format. Yeah. And I think right. that was just over. You mean book four? Yeah, I think it was book four. Yeah. Oh damn. We're, we're um, literally going through that right now. Yeah. Like, John and I yeah. are just starting to build a campaign that we're yeah. going to start yeah. that. So yeah, I built like this, uh, it's loosely based off that conquest, um, yeah, that system, and that ran for almost three months. And then, uh, yeah, we also we had a like a big final battle. And then um, this event that's coming up um, this Monday, 
um, I'm just doing like one big mega battle clash and then, you know, hopefully to draw in, you know, a bunch of, uh, bunch of heresy players or soon to be looking to play heresy, nice. um, guys, to the event track. three month heresy <laughs> campaign. Yeah. With how many people? Narrative. Yeah. That's Loyal, loyalty oh. in the darkness. It yeah. was called. Yeah. Loyalty in darkness. I yeah. happened in the bedroom. How many players <laughs> do you guys have? Uh, we had seven. Oh, dude, that sounds so good. Yeah, so it was pretty fun. And then um, the guys are in for a treat. They all know it's coming, but I have a. Well, you can talk about new... it right now because yeah. it's not going to come out until <laughs> after you yeah, play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the new the new campaign that is going to be starting at the spire is going to be a um, an escalation um, centurion league, and it's set in the alternate heresy. So I've rewritten a little bit of the heresy. Are you to, talking about um, like the Dornian heresy the Dornian or version? your own little thing? Just my own thing. Okay. I like. I kind of wanted to do something new. So um, the whole setting, to run it brief, is um, the emperor and all the primarchs actually complete con- like uh, the ho- complete conquest of the whole galaxy. So they win. So um, before the emperor retreats back to Terra, he gifts all of the Primarchs, uh, a gift of the new Imperium, and that's an Istvan. And on the planet of Istvan, on the system of Istvan, there's um, one planet for each, pretty much for each Primarch that gets to rule. Except Istvan 5 is not taken by the Khan, is because he always vowed to never take a throne. So um, that planet was actually divided between all the Primarchs, and uh, the whole idea is the emperor leaves for Earth, not telling, not telling, of course, any of the, uh, his sons that he's departing. And uh, what do you call it? Um, pretty much. Ah, sorry. Uh, I wish I had the script. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wrote. I, I wrote like there's like a whole storyline. I write quite a bit into the into the uh, to give a backdrop. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, the Emperor leaves, and he leaves Baldor and a hundred custodians on Istvan Five, and the whole campaign opens up into all the players, or all, everyone that's participating, um, can pretty much choose their action. Like, do they want to be, do they want to stay loyal to the Emperor, or yeah. do they want to turn traitor, <laughs> or do they want to, like, you know, ban for themselves, or any player can team up pretty much, in a sense. So I kind of wanted to leave it, like, really open and not have the same kind of you know restrictions to a loyalist a loyalist and traitor what's the over under on everyone just picks the exact allegiance they already have because they're truly either a loyalist or a traitor <laughs> you you never know right that's the whole <laughs> point so funny, um <laughs> just like yeah. son of a bitch i did all this flower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the the other thing is um since it's going to be a centurion um a centurion campaign yeah um, another thing I devised on here is how the Imperium actually developed and how they conducted war is, is a little bit different. So to like, to explain the absence of tanks and stuff, um, it's actually more driven towards, um, the theme of gods. The whole, the whole campaign is called, uh, gods among us. So in this campaign, 
I'm actually very much encouraging Primarchs to come down on the table in Centurion games. And just, it's almost like a, like, you know, like Whoa. an ancient, an ancient Sorry, Greek man. clash with gods and like big things, just killing a ton of Marines all over the place. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Like I've, I've always wanted to kind of do that. I always want to see the Primarchs come on the table and then instead of them just being shot by like super heavies and D weapons and stuff. Yeah. I sometimes actually wonder how well they would do in Centurion because there's no yeah. transport. So it's like, I wonder, but yeah. I imagine they wouldn't die very much. <laughs> no, no. It, it, the, the, you know, like since it's an escalation league, it's going to lead up to those size games. Okay, but and then my whole idea like not, is not primark at like five hundred points. No, no, they just, <laughs> <laughs> just show up and just like oh, start beating each other down right away. It's like here's but, Alfarius yeah. and like three tactical marines. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to give like primark this, street fighter. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's more like more like it like the whole campaign is you know I guess I'll I'll show you guys the document so you guys can really read it. Yeah. It's pretty much like more of like it's almost like a like uh, like a tale of Greek gods, and if you think of it, all the Astartes or the legionnaires are all like the infantrymen. Your dreadnoughts are more like your mythical like creatures like minotaurs or like you know stone golems and stuff. Your bikes are cavalry. Your jet bikes are like magical flying air cav, and like your land speeders are like chariots. Sounds so like get, getting that whole idea into it and how they fight, and then of course like you know you got your you got your primarchs, which are pretty much your gods coming down and That's cleaning awesome. house. Yeah. So I've always thought the heresy was super Homeric, like. Myths, uh, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And, you know, everyone always, like, a lot of people, and I think a lot of people, like, in the heresy always kind of, you know, in a sense, want to use their Primarchs, but at the same time, they know it's like, oh, man, these are so cheesy. Like, they just, like, destroy games. But, <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to, I want to play a campaign where they're going to be, like, at the like near the end, they're going to be like the top dogs. You're going to see some like a lot of legionnaires die. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Sounds amazing. And do you have any like um, single events? I'm just throwing that out there because I want to come and, <laughs> and play at one. <laughs> the event, one event that I want to do is um, I want to have a game of Adeptus Titanic that's going on on one table, and then. Yeah. At the center of that game is like an administratum or basilica building of some kind, and then you have the the Horus Heresy game going on for control of that building like a on another table. Yeah, you could do a uh, couple ZM tables. Yeah. yeah, you could do a ZM or like a really dense like you make like a dense urban patch in the center of the totally. Titanicus yeah. table, and, and that's, that's where like random, the legions are playing. Random mm-hmm. D blast landing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> D blast so is landing on the Heresy game. Yeah. Uh, where yeah tell us when we'll be there yeah um yeah we definitely want to like you know i was actually like really inspired to you know when i came out to the um your guys event in victoria um yeah, Royal the Flush. Fifty-third <laughs> annual Royal Flush. Yeah, that yes. oh, fucking numbers, John gets man. Triggered. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, like the guys, like when I went there, I was like. Actually, that was my first time I ever gone to like, uh, like even a sort of gaming event or like I've never been to a gaming event or a gaming convention kind of thing. Mm. Like, but that was like that left a really awesome impression. I was like, wow, the energy here and like seeing all these armies. I was like, damn, 
Like mm-hmm. I would, I think like I really want to do something like that. So that's awesome. He's already he's already saying the spire is not big enough. So. Yeah, we need a bigger space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoa. So if if people wanted to get in touch and they're hearing this for about your this club for the first time, like how would they get in touch with you guys to sign up or come down for a game? Yeah, the um, the easiest way to get in touch with us is probably through Facebook. Okay. Um, you can search us up at the Spire Games. The Spire Games. Yeah. Uh, we have a page that's open up there, and um, yeah, you can you can shoot us a message and uh, just yeah shoot us a message. Tell uh, you know if what what you're interested, what kind of games you are, what you're playing, and um, you know we'll take it from there and do the best to accommodate you. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to just say you know come down on one of the nights too that we're going to be open and there's like a event sort of build but um the building itself sort of locks up at like 6 p.m and there's about four layers of security given the, the <laughs> interesting neighborhood that it's in so you really do have to get in touch with somebody ahead of time but just message me or brennan or the spire games like facebook account and somebody will respond right away and we'll be happy to hear from you and uh, yeah we're definitely looking to meet new people and uh, bring more people yeah. sort of into the community i mean we have just random people contacting us like oh i just moved from australia you know i'm a gamer i don't know anybody yeah, yeah that was amazing. that was brandon that was that was yeah, dope yeah, yeah he's a great guy great addition you know most of the people who would actually kind of go for something like it are like veteran gamers that you know have kind of more invested in the hobby and who are just kind of like higher caliber uh, gamers i find i mean that's kind of like the the vibe that i I think we're on some level trying to create is like you know back to the douchey country club (laughs) (laughs) you know anybody who's playing horace heresy in my opinion is like pretty dedicated to uh, the hobby right yeah bring your um, cardigans and and make sure your nose is up and yeah yeah (laughs) pop that collar it's just like a there's like a mantle there's like a fireplace and a mantle there's like a primus marine head on it Yes, Fuck, exactly. we need that, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's on our <laughs> list. Fucking primary. Totally. Yeah. Well, guys, it's like it sounds amazing. Both John and I are sitting here just being like, oh, like we want to come tomorrow and yeah, it sounds, come it to sounds this really event. But cool. uh, yeah, I think we're definitely going to be coming over, and I'm going to send a couple of my buddies that I know are in Vancouver and are look, you know, they may not know that they're looking for the spire, but I'm yeah. going to put them on to it. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. We've had we we yeah we know a few people from Vancouver that are from our events that I don't know if you guys were in touch with them already. Well, even I hope even that, I know guys that aren't thirty k players that would be oh that's awesome. for something yeah. like this. So uh, yeah, no, I, I you know it's awesome that you guys are putting this out and like helping to grow the community there in Van, and I think that only helps uh, people like us putting events on like you know more people. Yeah. have spaces to go and actually play games or events to yeah man that's the thing I, it just builds we, our been sharing community your events. overall we've been sharing your events and stuff on the page because it's like we want to like like strengthen the fucking like you know we say hobby you guys are hobby I'll, I'll say hobby but i really mean heresy like <laughs> i really am all about like yeah it's it, the more players the better right and vancouver is a pretty big city like there's got there's a yeah. lot of potential for fucking heresy players over there and they're yeah, just there's across definitely the pond. more people yeah. over there so yeah, yeah the, the, like the initial dream for me is like to have one of each legion 
at the yeah, Spire. I mean, like, yeah, I mean that'd be fucking all, sick. We've almost got those numbers, and we're a way smaller city, so the expectations are high. Well, yeah, here. between like Jeremy <laughs> and his seven army. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's but 12, 12 legions. You guys, you'll get there. I, I think you're going to get there. It sounds yeah. like you guys have an awesome. 20 people you, already. You've got a little amazing vibe that's going on. I'm sure that will only grow, so. Um, I'm I'm Sounds sure awesome. we'll be in touch, and anytime you guys want to like plug an event or whatever, just let us know, and we'd be happy to yeah. shout it out. We will for sure. Thanks for sharing our events too, and and thanks so much for having us on. It was, it was nice meeting you, and uh, I hope you do come down sometime. Oh, we're we're gonna yeah, sure. we'll do it for sure. Yeah, please, Brennan. Yeah. Just next just time, get, give us a little need, bit more heads up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe, I know, like, I know. Few, yeah, I lost track of time. Brennan just no, moved. I just moved yeah, house no. too, so. Yeah, that's cool. No, all good, man. Stress. Yeah, there's gonna be more. We'll definitely be there, and we'll we'll bring some of the other idiots that are kicking around here on the island. So we've got a few stooges. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're prepared for that, it sounds like you are. So. Oh yeah, I think we I think we we can do handle we can a few idiots. Yeah. Uh, handle a few more, right? Pubs. It's yeah. it's short short more. friendly, right? Like short shorts are cool. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I know. I know you're wrong. Uh, yeah, sounds like yeah. this place is near Granville. I don't want to walk through Granville. No, it's away from. It's, it's a it's no, no. You're oh, no, okay. it's not yeah. there. It's, it's, it's a main. It's much worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might get you might get some whistles from a car just being like, "How much?" No. Probably. Probably. Tell them that you had a reefer tight in your in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, that reminds me when we were moving our stuff into the spire, I'm just sort of getting it all set up every single time people would be like, Oh, are you selling that? Are you selling that couch? Are you selling that table? Are you selling those clothes? Oh my like, god, that? fuck. Are you selling your body? And like yeah. so, uh, like what does it look so like? So make you, like, sure your make sure your case is all tight when you're walking down yeah. the spire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, it was like so embarrassing when I was moving all my like paint stuff into there too, because like you know like pushing out a chair and they're like, "Yo, you, you, you get rid of that? Give me that chair." We're really selling it. I know. Yeah, yeah. And it's awesome. Fuck off. But, uh, yeah. It's really fun. We promise. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, okay. thanks for coming on and uh, spending some time to tell it, telling us all about this awesome club that we wish was here in Victoria and <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you back on uh, in the future. Great. Yeah, Thank you very much. Are, uh, Thanks for talking to you guys. Camp update from Vancouver. Back over yeah. to you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? And welcome back to the closeout of the show. So I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation uh, with Brennan and Trevor. Like, I, I don't know about you, John, of but fame. of Spire fame. I, I so wish that that place was in town for yeah, us dude. to go to every night but i try to get get my myself out there yeah uh, i think at the end of the month here for a concert and try to try to double double team it with a you know a little bit of Harris a little dub dub action time little dub dub <laughs> so yeah you know. i'm gonna i'm going over to van i think in early december so i might try to peek and just peek in i probably won't yeah. be able to bring anything but at least go and check it Take out look, yeah yeah that's that, where i'm at like I, if i can't bring my stuff i'm definitely gonna at least go in there for a beer high and have a beer meet the dude yeah, see what's yeah, going on see the army maybe go grab a maybe go grab a beer at a local local uh establishment afterwards ah, i think the there's actually a good bar right near them i think it's called like the Foggy London or London Fog or something okay. like. I feel like I might have heard of that. It's just right, like it would be north. 
towards mm-hmm. the mountains. So mm-hmm. anyway, the boys will know what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. The Foggy so, Mountain, the London Fog. Or something like that. I don't know. It's it's British. <laughs> That's all I know. So the British pub. So if you guys if any of you guys are listening that are in the the Vancouver area, uh, check out the Spire on Facebook for more information. Shoot those guys a message and and hopefully you can get you'll be cool enough to be let in. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you're someone who's uh, you know, just sort of uh burgeoning on the heresy where you're like Oh, I want to play Heresy, but I don't know. Yeah, I go mean, check I, it out. You know, go check it out, man. Go check it out. It's exactly what I think everyone wants. You know, or Titanicus. Or it sounds like they're into that too. Yeah, I think the and or Necromunda five year yeah, long. Sounds like that yeah, too. like ugh. but we won't talk about any of the other games that they play there, which sounds like there's more. <laughs> hey, don't get shitty. <laughs> so. Well, uh, of course, you can find us on uh, Facebook at the Boys of the Golden Throne. We've got Instagram at the BotGT 30K. We have our upcoming BotGT mini event of the Titanicus edition happening January 12, 2019. I, I think yeah. we will give you guys an update hopefully uh, next next uh, episode. But, you know, shoot for f- 1500 points that's what people yeah 1500 points and yeah well we'll see it's yeah. gonna be two or three games one day and then we have um the next two-day event for the bot gt is happening june 8th and 9th uh here in victoria bc uh we that's going to be a doubles event we will have um some more info out there that's before. way off in the distance right? it's way off yeah. in the distance but i'd like to put something out there you know by the the for beginning sure. of the new year so for sure We'll get at least the the bare bones so people can start building and working towards that. And then we have the CK Studios 102 class happening in Victoria, B.C., July 13th and 14th. We will be having Kat and Caleb on for our next episode, so stay tuned for lots of exciting news coming uh, out of the CK Studios front. So Potentially some breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. Boop, that's my breaking news sound. Yeah. If you if you missed that, John. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I just wanted to fill you in just in case you got lost. Um, so yeah, that's it for for uh, from me, uh, John. You got anything else you want to throw it to our fair listeners before we land this pig? Just uh, live, live and let let learn, or however that saying goes. <laughs> live and let die. <laughs> live and let die. Sure. Yeah. Be yeah, like that. Paul McCartney. Exactly. All right. Hugs and kisses. Peace out. <laughs>